Music and Mantras. I'm Ben Collins. This week, the Rishi Agastya, author of many of the mantras in the Rig Veda, and most notably, Lalita Sahasranam. As always, this podcast is presented by Pujanet, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T, your Vedic resource on the web, where you will find a special week-long yagya for Lakshmi, and for Jupiter, who is changing signs early in December, just the things we need in our economic Agastya was a rishi famous for being one of the Sapta rishi, the original seven rishis. He was the son of both Mitra, the sun, and Varuna, god of the waters. These two had been seated in deep meditation for a long time, and had built up so much power, but Indra was feeling threatened, so he sent down his famous, favorite, and most sensuously beautiful dancer by the name of Urvasi. Her beauty was so extreme that when Mithra and Varuna first saw her, they were completely overwhelmed by her beauty and, sensing trouble, grabbed a nearby clay pot into which, as the Puranas so politely say, left their essence. Of course, they were angry with Urvasi and cursed her, which is another great story, but out of that pot were born two of the greatest Rishis, Vasishta and Agastya. Agastya is also known as Kumbasambhava, born of a pitcher. Agastya grew to be a very important and influential rishi, particularly in Tamil Nadu, where he spent most of his time, about 4,000 years before the start of Kali Yuga, and particularly in Kanchipuram, where we have most of our yagyas performed. In Kanchipuram, the main deity is Kamakshi Devi, also known as Lalita Tripurasundari, it was here at the Varadaraja Vishnu temple that Hayagriva, an incarnation of Vishnu, gave at the request of the goddess the Lalita Sahasranam and the Lalita Trishati to Agastya. Interestingly, there is a connection between Agastya and both the Ramayana and Mahabharata. He is the author of the Aditya Hridayam, which is a sun mantra, that he gave to Rama so that he could have the strength to kill, kill Ravana, and Drona, the martial arts teacher to the Pandavas and the Mahabharata, learned his skills from Agnivesa, who learned them from Agastya. Additionally, Agastya made contributions to both medicine, and is regarded as the founder of the Siddha medicine tradition, and also to Jyotish, where he is the founder of the Tamil Nadu tradition of Nadi Jyotish, which is still practiced today. There are some great stories about Agastya, who seems to be a very powerful and yet humorous and relaxed person. There was a time when the world was still young and the mountains were growing rapidly, and at that time the tallest mountain was Mount Meru, where the gods live, and the sun and the moon went around the mountain every day. But the Vindhya Mountains, which separate North India from the south, grew jealous and started to grow so high and so quickly that the path of the sun across the sky was interrupted. Of course, mountains are not easy to reason with, so Indra asked Agastya to deal with the situation. And it seems at the same time that Shiva was preparing for his marriage to Parvati, and so many people were coming from the south to the north, as the story goes, 
that the earth started to tip towards the north and thus throwing everything out of balance. So Shiva felt that if Agastya went to the south, the weight of his tapas and the purity of his soul would counterbalance the presence of all the other people up north. So Agastya got together his family and they went to the mountain and they said they needed to go to the south. And Vindhya, the mountain, was so honored by the attention and the politeness of Agastya that he bowed low in his honor to let him pass. Furthermore, he promised not to resume his original height until Agastya returned uh, north again. But unbeknownst to the mountain, Agastya had decided to settle in the south, and he never returned back north, so the Vindhya range retains its low profile to this day. The rishis, especially one so advanced as Agastya, have little need for the usual accoutrements of worldly life, jobs, homes, possessions, and such. But usually they are married because having a son is important so that the proper Vedic rituals can be performed for all the previous generations. In fact, one day Agastya was walking through the forest and he came upon all of his ancestors hanging upside down in a tree. Agastya questioned them carefully, and it seemed that they were condemned to these circumstances because no one had been doing the Vedic ancestor rituals for them. Agastya realized that he had to have a son, and that meant that he had to have a wife. But he was such an evolved soul that there was no woman who was his equal in power, so she would not be able to contain the power that his child would have. So it was a big problem, and as might be expected, Agastya went about solving it in an unusual way. He spent hours in meditation creating a soul who was absolutely as perfect as can be and who would possess the unusual qualities appropriate for the wife of a famous rishi and renunciate. But a problem arose in that while Agastya found he could create such a soul, he still had to find a way for her to be born. He found out that there was a king, Vidarbha, living not too far away, and he was doing much tapas in order to have a child. So Agastya arranged in his special yogic way for the soul he created to be born to the king and the queen, and they named her Lopamudra. So some years later, when she turned 18, Agastya went to the royal couple and asked for her hand in marriage. You might expect this might came as something of a shock, since I'm sure that they were hoping for an appropriately wealthy prince as husband to their favorite daughter. But the girl, who had shown much strength of mind and character, was insisting on accepting the proposal of Agastya, and in the end her parents had to agree. Agastya and Lopamudra lived a long life together of widely known happiness and complete harmony. But there was a time when Agastya saw his wife emerging from her bath, and he realized that he had not consummated the marriage in order to have a son. When he mentioned this to her, she replied that while she was very happy living her life as wife to a hermit, when it came to matters of love, she expected to be treated properly as a princess would. I will only sleep with you, she said, on a bed like the one I had at the palace, and wearing all the ornaments befitting a princess. But I have no money to purchase these things, Agastya said. 
truth, the princess allowed, but you have knowledge, and others will exchange their money for your knowledge. So Agastya went off, and he found King uh, Srutarvan for help. And when the good king was willing to provide help, Agastya was skeptical and was unwilling to accept the king's generosity if it came at the expense of another. And since the king generously gave money to his subjects in need, Agastya was unwilling to accept his money because it would deprive others of the help they might otherwise have. So Agastya went to another more wealthy king, and then to another, and then to another, each one richer than the last, but the result was always the same. Because the kings were generous, they could not give money to Agastya without depriving one of their subjects, and so Agastya felt he couldn't accept it. Finally, a very powerful king suggested to Agastya that he find a wealthy demon king, because a demon never gives anything to anyone. So off he went to see the demon demon king named Iwala, uh, who lived with his brother uh, Vatapi. It seems that at one point in the past, Ilvala had wanted a child, and so he had approached a Brahmin to do the requisite mantras and pujas for him. But because he was a Rakshasa, the Brahmins refused, and as a result, the two brothers developed a great hatred for the Brahmins. They would wait for a Brahmin to come to their home, begging for food, as they were supposed to do. They'd invite the Brahmin in for a nice meal, but there was a trick. Vatapi was good at changing into other life forms in order to camouflage himself, and Ilvala had mastered the Sanjivani mantra, which can bring a dead person back to life. The usual plan was for Vatapi to turn himself into a goat, and then to let himself be killed and fed to the Brahmin, in this case Agastya. And then Ilvala would evoke the Sanjivani mantra, bring his brother back to life, busting their victim's stomach and thereby killing him instantly. But when they tried it on Agastya, he simply ate the meal and was resting comfortably. Agastya leaned back contentedly and rubbed his stomach, saying, May Vatapi be digested. Well, now, of course, this was not what Ilvala had in mind, as he repeated the Sanjivani mantra over and over to no effect. Agastya simply informed the demon that his brother had been digested, and could no longer be brought back to life. Ilvala was sufficiently frightened by this that he gave Agastya all the money that he needed. Well, Agastya returned home with everything that his wife had asked for, and as they lay down on the special bed, Lopamudra asked for a son endowed with great power and energy. Agastya asked, Well, would you like a thousand sons, or a hundred who are ten times as powerful as the first? or ten who are a hundred times as powerful as the first, or one son who is a thousand times powerful as the first. Well, Lopamudra opted for the last option. After Lopamudra conceived, Agastya went to the forest and meditated while Lopamudra bore the embryo. This went on for a full seven years, and all the time Agastya meditated. At the end of the seven years, a powerful and resplendent son was born, whom they named Dridhasyu. One day, while the two of them were walking through the forest, Lopamudra fainted due to the hot and humid conditions of the day. Being protective of his wife, Agastya got very angry at the sun god and was prepared to punish him severely for the discomfort suffered by his wife. 
He grabbed a bow and arrow and was prepared to fire a shot directly into the sun when the sun appeared before him with all humility and gave him umbrellas and sandals for his wife to wear. And later on, Agastya's close relationship with the sun caused him to compose the great Aditya Hridayam, a mantra for the sun that he gave to Rama prior to his battle with Ravana. It's very pretty and will be included at the end of this podcast. Now, an ascetic carries very little with him other than a small container for water, and as a blessing, Shiva had told Agastya that his water pot would never be empty. On long journeys, Agastya would change his wife into water, into which, which he would carry into his pot. It was very much easier on her than all that walking, and after all, the princess should never have to walk very much. But she didn't like being confined for days at a time in the pot as her uh, husband walked everywhere. So she prayed to Shiva that he would come and rescue her. So one day it was very hot and dry because there was not much water in the south of India. Agastya stopped in the rest under a tree, and Ganesha came and assumed the form of a crow and innocently hopped over, tipping the water pot out onto the dry soil. Because of Shiva's boon, the water supply was immeasurable, and it became known as the Kaveri River, Ka meaning crow and Viri meaning to spread. Presumably, Lopramudra emerged from the water and was allowed to retain her normal human form. Agastya's power of helping to fight the demons is immense, and one time in the eternal battle between the gods and the demons, the gods were winning and the two of the demon generals had hidden at the bottom of the ocean where it was very difficult for the gods to find and fight them. Agastya was asked to help, so he simply drank up all the water in all the oceans, every single drop, the gods then went in and successfully fought the demons. But soon the devas realized that the unusual sea creatures were dying due to the lack of water, and so they asked him to put all the water back into the sea. Apparently, Agastya had not thought this entirely through, and the only thing he could do to release all the water was to let it happen in the form of his urine. And I probably shouldn't mention this, but the original Purana then says, this is why the oceans are salty. And it is for this reason that my daughter is now refusing to go to the beach this weekend. Agastya was a great seer, composed a number of things that are well known even today. So first we have to listen to Aditya Hridayam, the mantra for the sun that he gave to Rama prior to his battle against Ravana and the Ramayana. And then we'll listen to Lalita Trishati, a very pretty hymn about Lalita, uh, she who plays Lalita, the playful aspect of the Divine Mother. And that will be all for this week. So thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Adha Aditya Hrudayo Tato Yuddha Parisrantam Samare Chintayasthita Ravanam Chagrata Drushtva Yuddhaya samupasthitam Daivataischa samagamya Drashtum abhyagatorano Upagamya bravedramam Agastyo bhagavandrushihi Rama Rama mahabaho Surunuguhyam sanatanam Yena sarvana renvatsa 
ಸಮರೆ ವಿಜಯಿಷ್ಯಸಿ ಆದಿತ್ಯ ಹೃದಯ ಪುಣ್ಯ ಸರ್ವಶತ್ರುವಿನಾಶನ ಜಯಾವಹಂಜಪೇ ನಿತ್ಯ ಅಕ್ಷಯ ಪರಮಂ ಶುಭಂ ಸರ್ವಂಗಳಮಾಂಗಲ್ಯ ಪ್ರಣಾಶನ ಚಿಂತಾಶೋಕ ಪ್ರಶಮನ ಆಯುರ್ವರ್ಧನ ಉತ್ತಮ ರಶ್ಮಿಮಂತ ಸಮುಜ್ಯಂತಸುರ ನಮಸ್ಕೃತ ಪೂಜಯಸ್ವಿವಸ್ವಂತ ಭಾಸ್ಕರ ಭುವನೇಶ್ವರ ಸರ್ವೇವಾತ್ಮಕೋಹ್ಯೇಶ ತೇಜಸ್ವೀರಸ್ಮಿ ಭಾವನಾಸುರಗಣಾನ್ ಲೋಕಾನ್ ಪಾತಿಗಭ್ಯಸ್ತಿಷ್ಣುಶ್ಚ ಶಿವಸ್ಕಂದ ಪ್ರಜಾಪತಿ ಮಹೇಂದ್ರೋದನದ ಕಾಲೋ ಯಜಸ್ವೋಹ್ಯ ಪಾಂಪತಿ ಪಿತರೋ ವಸವಸಾಧ್ಯ ಹ್ಯಸ್ವಿನೋ ಮರತೋ ಮನು ವಾಯುರ್ವಹ್ನಿ ಪ್ರಜಾಪ್ರಾಣ ಋತುಕರ್ತ ಪ್ರಭಾಕರ ಆದಿತ್ಯ ಸವಿತ ಸೂರ್ಯ ಖಗಃಪೂಷಾಗಭಸ್ತಿಮನ್ ಸುವರ್ಣ ಸದೃಶೋ ಭಾನು ಸ್ವರ್ಣರೇತಾಕರ ಹರಿದಸ್ವಸಹಸ್ರಾರ್ಚಿ ಸಪ್ತಸಪ್ತಿರ್ಮರೀಚಿಮಿರೋನ್ಮಧನಸ್ಯಂಭು ತ್ವಷ್ಟಾಂಡ ಅಂಶುಮನ್ ಹಿರಣ್ಯಗರ್ಭಿರ ಸ್ತಪನೋ ಭಾಸ್ಕರೋ ರವಿ ಅಗ್ನಿಗರ್ಭೋದಿತುತ್ರ ಶಂಖಸ್ಯಶಿರನಾಶಿನ ವ್ಯೋಮನಾದಸ್ತಮೋ ಭೇದಿ ಋಗ್ಯಜುಸ್ಸಾಮಪಾರಗ ಘನವೃಷ್ಟಿರಪಾಮಿತ್ರೋ ವಿಂಧ್ಯವೇಧಿ ಪ್ಲವಂಗಮ ಆತಪೆ ಮಂಡಲೆ ಮೃತ್ಯು ಪಿಂಗಲಹಸರ್ವತಾಪನ ಕವಿರ್ವಿಸ್ವಮಹಾತೇಜ ರಕ್ತಸರ್ವೋದ್ಭವ ನಕ್ಷತ್ರಗ್ರಹತಾರಣಾಮಿಪ ವಿಶ್ವಭಾವನ ತೇಜಸಾಮಿ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿ ದ್ವಾದಶಾತ್ಮಸ್ತು ನಮಃ ಪೂರ್ವಾಯ ಗಿರೇ ಪಶ್ಚಿಮೆ ಗಿರೇ ನಮಃ ಜ್ಯೋತಿರ್ಗಣಾಪತ ನಮಃ ಜಯಾಯ ಜಯ ಭದ್ರಾಯ ಹರ್ವ್ಯಸ್ವಾಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸಹಸ್ರಾಂಶ ಆದಿತ್ಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮಃಗ್ರಾ ವೀರಾಯ ಸಾರಂಗಾಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮಃ ಪದ್ಮಪ್ರಬೋಧಾಯ ಮಾರ್ತಾಂಡಾ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೇಶ್ಯಾಚುತೆಶಾ ಸೂರ್ಯಾದಿತ್ಯಾವರ್ಚಸೆ ಭಾಸ್ವತೆ ಸರ್ವಕ್ಷಾ ರೌದ್ರಾ ವಪುಷೆ ನಮಃ ತಮೋಘ್ನಾ ಹಿಮಘ್ನಾ 
ಶೇತ್ರಘ್ನಾಮಿತ್ಮನೆಘ್ನಾಶಾಂಪತೇ ನಾಶಯತ್ಯೂತ ತದೇವಸುಜತೆ ಪ್ರಭು ಪಾತ್ಯಷತಪಾತ್ಯಷತ್ಯಷಗಸ್ತೆಷು ಜಾಗರ್ತೆ ಭೂತು ಪರಿನಿಷ್ಠಿತಗ್ನಿಹೋತ್ರ ಫಲಂಚೈವಾಗ್ನಿಹೋತ್ರಿ ವೇದಾಶ್ಚಕ್ರತವಶ್ಚೋನಾಂಫಲಮೇವಚ್ಯಾಪತ್ಸುಕೃತ್ಸ್ನೇಷು ಕಾಂತಾರೇಷುಚೇಷುಚೀರ್ತಿಯನ್ಪುರುಷಾಕಸ್ನೇ ನವಸೇದತಿರಾಘವ ಪೂಜಯಸ್ತ್ವೈನಮೇಕಾಗ್ರೋದೇವೇವಗತ್ಪತಿಗುಣಿತ ಜಪ್ತ್ವಾಧು ವಿಜಯಸೆ ಅಸ್ಣೆ ಮಹಾಬಾಹು ರಾವಣ ತ್ವಧಿಷ್ಯಸೆಗಸ್ಥ್ಯೋ ಜಗಾಮಚಯಗತ ಮಹಾತೇಜ ನಷ್ಟಸೋಕೋಪ್ರೀತ ರಾಘವ ಪ್ರಯತ್ಮನ್ ಆದಿತ್ಯಂ ಪ್ರೇಕ್ಷಜತ್ವಾ ಪರಂ ಹರ್ಷಮ್ಯಾಸುಚಿರ್ಭೂತ್ ಧನುರಾ ವೀರ್ಯವಾಣ ಪ್ರೇಕ್ಷ ಹುಷ್ಟಾತ್ಮಾ ಸಮುಪಾಗತ ಸರ್ವಯತ್ನ ಮಹತಾ ವಧೇತ ಧೃತೋರವದ ನಿರೀಕ್ಷ ಮುದಿತಮನಾಪರಂಪ್ರವುಷ್ಯಮಾನ ನಿಶಚರಪದಿ ಸಂಕ್ಷಯಂ ವಿಧಿತ್ವಾಶತಿಸ್ತೋತ್ರರತ್ನಾವಳಿ ಅಷ್ಟಲಿತಾತ್ರಿಶತಿಸ್ತೋತ್ರಮಹಾಮಂತ್ರಸ್ಯಭಗವಾನ್ಮಯಗ್ರೀವರ್ಷಿಹೇ
ಶ್ರೀಲಿತಾತ್ರಿಷತಿಸ್ತೋತ್ರಜಪೆ ವಿನಿಯೋಗ ಧ್ಯಾನ ಅತಿಮಧುರ ಚಾಪಹಸ್ತ ಅಪರಿಮಿತ ಮೋದಭಾನಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯ ಅರುಣಾಮತಿಶಯ ಕರುಣ ಅಭಿನವಕುಲ ಸುಂದರೀಂ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಈಶಿತ್ವಾತ್ಯಕ್ತ ಸಿದ್ಧಿ ನಮಃ 
ಪ್ರಕಾರಾಖ್ಯಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಮರಸಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಕಲಾಗಮ ಸಂಸ್ತುತ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸರ್ವೇದಾಂತಾತ್ಪರ್ಯಭೂಮ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸದಸದಾಶ್ರಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಕಲಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಾಧ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸದ್ಗತಿಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸನಕಾಧಿಮುನಿಧ್ಯೇಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸದಾಶಿವಕುಟುಂಬಿನ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಕಲಾಧಿಷ್ಠಾನೂಪಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸತ್ವರೂಪಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಮಾಗೃತ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸರ್ವಪ್ರಪಂಚ ನಿರ್ಮಾತ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಮಾನಾಧಿಗವರ್ಜಿತಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸರ್ವೋತ್ತುಂಗಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಂಗಹೀನಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಗುಣಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಸಕಲೇಷ್ಟದಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಕಾರಿಣ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾವ್ಯಲೋಲಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಮನೋಹರಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಪ್ರಾಣನಾಢ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶೋತ್ಸಂಗವಾಸಿನ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರಾಂಗಿತಾಂಗ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಸುಖಪ್ರದಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಪ್ರಣಯನ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ವಿಲಾಸಿನ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ತಪಸ್ಸಿಧ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಮನಃಪ್ರಿಯಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಪ್ರಾಣನಾಥಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ವಿಮೋಹಿಣ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿದ್ಯಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಗೃಹೇಶ್ವರ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರಾಹ್ಲಾದಕರ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮಕೋಟಿ ನಿಲಯಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಂಕ್ಷಿತಾರ್ಥತಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಕಾರಿಣ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧರೂಪಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಧಿಯೇ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧವಾಂಚಿತಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಪಾಪಮನೋದೂರಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಾಹಂಕಾರದುರ್ಗಮಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಶಕ್ತ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧದೇಹಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧೈಶ್ವರ್ಯ ಸಮುನ್ನತ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಬುದ್ಧಯೇ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಲೀಲಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಯೌವನಶಾಲಿನ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಾತಿಶಯ ಸರ್ವಾಂಗ ಸೌಂದರ್ಯಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧನಿಭ್ರಮಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧರಾಗಾಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಗತ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧನಾನಾಗಮಸ್ಥಿತ್ಯೈ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಭೋಗಾಯ ನಮ ಓಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಸುಖಾಯ ನಮ 
ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ರಾಜರಾಜೇಶ್ವರ್ಯ ನಮಃ 